the state of the fishery in, in Gloucester and in the, in the Gulf of Maine right now, particularly with cod, which we're using as sort of the hub species of this film, is, is pretty dire. Um, as I mentioned, the uh, catch limit reduction has, has gone up to 78% on the guys for, for this year. So um, there are a lot of people who, if they can't adjust the way that they're fishing, which is not the simplest thing when you talk to fishermen, um, they're not going to survive. Well, um, sustainability is a word that almost gets so overused, it's, used, it's losing its meaning, um, but it's an important word. Um, sustainability has to do with the way fish are caught, I think. Um, it has to be done um, sensibly with the, with the ecology of a given species in mind so that um, it's being caught in a, in a way that doesn't trash the ecosystem, doesn't um, uh, increase the, the discards of other species looking. Uh, for the for the thing you're trying to catch, um, and then and then it also I, d I do think it has a connotation to to sustain the, the fishermen themselves um, and all the infrastructure that's around. I mean, they say that you know for every fisherman there's seven jobs attached to them, um, you know, in a port infrastructure, for example. So um, I think it has to do with that's why we've called the film Fish and Men, really, because it all comes down to the fish, the fishermen, and how can we feed the world in a smart way. The, 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 the quote we've heard more than once is that fish are very hard to count because they're invisible and they move around. It's not like counting buffalo or, 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 or trees. Um, and so there's a lot of, I don't want to say guesswork, but we, you know, we hear the term best available science a lot. And that you can look at that a through a couple sides of the looking glass, I think. Um, what, is that is that a way of sort of saying, geez, I wish we had more resources to do a better job with, with stuff that's out there but we can't afford, or is it, um, you know, the the problem with best available science and the problem with counting fish, is that particularly in the Gulf of Maine, it has built a uh, decades of mistrust between the fishermen and and the regulators, and so that. The mistrust, the adversarial state of the relationship is something that has to be overcome. People have to stop fighting and they have to start listening to each other. Most fascinating, mind-blowing questions that we ask people, because we know the answer. Uh, when we ask people, take a guess how much seafood that Americans eat is imported. And people are like, oh, well, if you're asking me this, it must be really high, 60, 70. And we're like, no, 91% of what we eat is imported. And that blows people's mind. And so when you think about why, like there, one part of me wants to go, let's follow the money. Um, why is that happening? You could go into a whole China conspiratorial kind of direction, or you could go into, well, are there tariffs being paid on these imports, and is the government trying to make it stay that way? Or you could go to, um, well, maybe there's no market for the fishermen who catch fish here to sell it here. And so, you know, particularly with that last one, one part of our film, what we want to do is look at how markets can be created uh, where they're not right now, like let's say with school lunch programs or hospitals or airlines, um, and, and give the fishermen a place to sell the fish they can catch for a fair price. One of the things we don't want to do with this film is we don't want to scare people from eating fish. Uh, one of the other things we don't want to do with this film is we we're not going to vilify fishermen and we're not going to vilify man for having too many mouths to feed on the earth because that's just the way things are. So rather than do any kind of finger pointing like that, we would rather go, okay, well, where are we and, and where can we go from here? And there's a couple of things w w from what we've discovered that, that could happen like kind of immediately. 
Um, one of them is, you know, um, there's there's a really innovative type of open water aquaculture that we've found that um, can't happen in this country because to do it here in our waters, you would have to comply with 17 different government agencies uh, to do it, which is impossible for a business person to do, for an entrepreneur from this country to do. So he, who is an American guy, has to do it off the coast of Panama. And so there, there, there is like a very simple thing. We, we could change the way that it's regulated so that there's one turnkey organization that says, and, and you know, sensibly regulates because you know, open, we want to want all of our open water coastline aquaculture, you know, just to be fish farms, that would be weird. But, but there's a sensible way to do that. Another thing um, is to, you know, we use uh, alternative species and, and, and educating people on why they should be eating different kinds of fish at different types of times of the year and how those species um, get a bad rap sometimes. I mean, the classic story is, uh, you know, uh, Patagonian toothfish uh, becomes Chilean sea bass, um, one of the most delicious fish on any menu. And so, you know, we've we 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 we've dove deep into um, dogfish, for example, uh, which is you know when we went out on a on a fishing boat for a day was the species that was they caught half dogfish that day and it was all discarded. It's 19 cents a pound. There's no market for these guys to sell it, but in Europe, they call it rock cod, and they use it in fish and chips at the pub.